Hello, you're listening to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And you have been listening to Shiokaze no Harmony uh, by the Shirakamazaka High School Course Club. I'm going to have to say that name again here soon. <laughs> um, but that is the intro for Tari Tari, which is a show that we're reviewing right now. Yeah. Just drop what we're doing. We're, we're not going to do any other podcast. We're going we're gonna to review this right now. Okay. We had no plans at, at all doing this. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we, we, we finished yeah, the show, and we're like, we got to review it. Like 10 minutes ago. You're yeah, I, I, I think I I think I just dried up. Still drying out his eyes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this is a show from PA Works called Tardy Tardy. Um It's a show that is on that list of shows that I've been meeting to knock out. And so finally, yeah, it's been knocked out. And I am now officially, I think, like one full show to watch and to finish two other shows and I'll have the entire PA works catalog done. <laughs> I'm working on it. It's 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 a backlog you have to finish out. Um but yeah, it's uh PA works. More PA works. So, so pretty much so pretty everybody's much. expecting a big gush fest from us. Yeah, it's pretty much a gush fest. Yeah. yeah. It's a given. Uh Tari Tari is a an original piece done by uh PA works. There is a manga or something they're working on on the side, but at the time they were producing it, it was pretty much an original work they were working on. But yeah, it's uh, for because it's PA Works. If you don't know who PA Works is, they did Hanasaki Roha, another, The Eccentric Family, Nagiyasu, Glass Lip, Shirabako. Uh, so you know there's a, a great visual pedigree there, and it definitely shines in the show, which we'll get into in a minute. The director was uh, Masakazu Hashimoto, who's done story work or storyboard work for Nagiyasu, Angel Beats, and directorial work. Uh, for Soul Eater Not, Scrap Princess, Aoyori Ayoshi, uh, and yeah, that's that's the that's the the breakdown for the show. To give you a quick synopsis for those who are unfamiliar, uh, Tari Tari follows uh, a a group of kids in a in uh, here I have to say it again, Shirahama Zaka High, and uh, at starting things out, you kind of meet uh, Konatsu, who has just basically been told that she's not going to be able to sing in her choir. They they kept correcting them from saying choir. What was it? An orchestral group? Club? They no, didn't want to call it they a chorus. were... Off the top of my head, I don't remember. Not too I know that they were the, the... The the group that they were making was the choir club. Yeah, so I think it was an orchestral group was what she was a part of, but she was, she was told that she wasn't able to sing, so a, a part of the group, because she messed up in their last rehearsal group thing, so they don't trust her. Um, but she has a passion to sing, so uh, she ends up quitting the orchestral group and decides that she's going to make her own choir group and then sets out to gather different members to join her group. Some, Most of them are very reluctant to join the group, um, but over time you kind of see the reasons why they don't want to join the group. And it's kind of a story that follows this group of friends, or not really friends to begin with, but this group of uh, kids who kind of find a common goal and seek out their their dreams in their own ways pretty much through this choir and sometimes badminton group yeah. <laughs> club. Um, we're joined with uh, Wakana Sakai, who is... She's very reluctant to join the group at the begin with because she's kind of uh, not really interested, not interested in music in general. She kind of find out that her, her mother is... Uh, has been passed away, and she was really into music, so she doesn't want to get into music for that reason. Saiwa, who is Konatsu's friend, who is really into the idea of doing uh, horseback archery, 
and there's Ween, who is a transfer student, who uh, just kind of joins because why not kind of thing. He was actually with another member, Taichi, <laughs> who is the badminton player, and Taichi kind of gets Wayne to join his the badminton group, but then Konatsu wins a bet and forces them to join the group as well. And like most of uh, PA work stuff, what's neat about this kind of cast is that it's not just this group of five club members. The cast kind of stretches out from there to like a very broad cast of pretty much everybody around them. Everybody has their own kind of reasons for being in the picture. There's no real side characters in this show. Uh, You have like Nanae who is... One of the members of the orchestral group who kind of keeps bumping heads with Kanatsu. Uh, you have Naoko, who is the vice principal, who kind of... You kind of see what her reasoning for kind of snuffing out a lot of what the club is trying to do. Tamako, who is the uh, their old homeroom teacher, who kind of helps support them on the side as well. And then you have the principal and a couple other people on the, on the side. And that's kind of the, the main reason of bringing that up again is because it's it's usual PA works fashion that you just have a a huge cast of characters even when I'm making the outline for this it's like who do I put on this outline because there's so many characters how many of these characters I'm not going to actually touch on because they all play their role in the story as it progresses yeah and it's one of those things that you can you can definitely feel that there's a a love for the characters. I mean, even the characters that are outside, it's almost like they, they feel like they're even fleshed out. I mean, you have one, one of the, the, uh, the weird band players. And when they start actually getting into the background of the, uh, this random, (laughs) random band, the Condor Queens, the Condor Queens, a random, just, just a random group off the side of the street. And, and when you start hearing their backstory, suddenly they're tied into the entire story all at the same time. And it's like, well, okay, yeah, there's a little bit of convenience there, but hey, that's still really kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what the, the great thing about the story is, and one of the, the kind of funny the critiques that I've seen in the show, because when I first started looking into it, it was like, man, it was like a, it's not that it's mixed reviews, it's just that there's a there was a heavy criticism of the show claiming that there's only one character that sees any development out of this entire cast, and it's like, I don't really see that. I see every character that are in the main cast seeing some kind of development happening, and even on that set, it, it's basically the reason why people see that she has so much character development, and this is uh, Saikai, uh, uh, or Wakana, she has an issue with, you know, liking music because of what she has experienced with her mother. And then you start to realize that the show is intertwined around her. She might not be the focus on the screen at all times, but in actuality, everything revolves around what she does and where is she going in the future. And that brings in, like I said, the, the Condor Queens and stuff. Is this? They need that 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 center kind of pathway that everybody kind of intertwines around. And as she sees success, they kind of move along with her. It's just like uh, I was telling Chris a good example is like Hanasaki Roha. She, the the main character is the the main focus because, but everybody around her is still intertwining with her as she seeks her ambitions. Everybody else sees that and they play off of it, or it helps them. Wow, she did that. I can do that as well. I can seek my goals as well, and that's really 
a sign of really beautiful writing. Yeah. It's not as simple as, well, this episode we're going to follow Ween, and Ween's going to have his ordeal, and we're just going to follow him throughout the entire episode. Everybody else is going to be psych background noise, and we're just going to focus on him. And then next episode, we're going to do nothing but Tai Chi, and we're going to follow Tai Chi as he deals with his issue. And then they don't do that. It, yeah, it kind of, and I, I brought up Ween, like, right off the bat, but it actually, Ween was the only one where it felt like, well, it's Ween's turn. <laughs> but it never actually turned out like that. Every character just kind of slowly over time developed themselves along the path of the main kind of storyline which yeah, is there was, the love of music. I mean, to be fair, there is kind of centric episodes around certain characters, but it never felt like I mean, like Andrew said, I mean, once like you got way, to Ween, like Ween's episode, it was like, oh, this is Ween's episode. No, no. It, that's kind of putting it in a bad way because it, it really was this is what they're doing and it just so happened that it aligned with Ween's... Um, it was like right after Sawa had her issue. Yeah. It, it was a very badly placed time. That was the only reason I brought it up. was like, it almost felt like Sawa's done, and then here's Ween. But it, it, I think it was just a circumstances of being at the ch- uh, an episode in and a, an episode begin. Right. But it never felt like that, because it, it wasn't Ween the entire episode. Right. I mean, even even Sekai, uh, when when they started actually diving into her, it was like halfway through the middle of the episode, and you were like, "Oh, for Pete's sake, what is her thing?" <laughs> it's like, okay, fine, we'll give it to you. And I, 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 I mean, it's 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 funny because we, as we were talking about it, I mean, it, when you stop and think about it, I mean, we pointed out uh, each character kind of really gets a solid, I mean true feeling of this this character has been fleshed out i mean yeah some characters get more and some characters get less i mean when we got we we were talking about it at one point i think i pointed out that konatsu honestly got probably the least and she came off as the main main protagonist at the beginning of the show I mean, you thought the show was going to be about her. Well, and to be honest, I would say Wayne was probably the least, but Kanatsu was very subtle. It was like at the beginning, it was almost like she was just being, uh, uh, she didn't want to let herself be put down. And then in the end, she's no, a no, leader. No, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying that her development is was non-existent. I mean, it was very, very subtle, or like you were saying, very subtle. It was the least out of all of the group, but she is by far the most, she is the catalyst of the show. She got everything going. And I, I towards the end, one of the best scenes of the show was really kind of when I said, you know... This is the flip. I mean, this is the point in which everything that was at the beginning is flipped on its end, and now you're looking at it from the other angle, and I love that about the way that this was written. Yeah. The only reason I was bringing that up is because I, honestly, if I had any critique of the show, it would be Ween. And it sucks because I, it almost felt like at the beginning Ween was a, a comedy character because he came in and he had this really goofy, broken, uh, perception of what japan was and he had this little book that he was reading about how to act in japan and so he was like random bows at at the first time that he meets everybody he goes down and bows at everybody in the class and says please take care of me or something like that it was very formal and everybody's looking at him like what what is this guy's deal and 
but I don't want to discredit him completely because what he ended up turning into was kind of a, not really ignorant, but kind of, he doesn't quite see things the way everybody else sees it, and he's very innocent in that regard. So if there's an argument, he kind of just breaks it by being, look, we could just do this. And everybody's like, yeah, I guess we can do that. He, he was a, he was a to his credit of his character, he's he's big on, you know, uh, like Power Ranger type characters and how they're they're heroes and heroes of justice and he's all big about protecting people and whatever. So he, he has that going for him. It's just him as a character didn't really he didn't have any real moments. It was just kind of he had one plot line to him and that just kind of happened. It wasn't yeah, it really happened, yeah. he didn't he didn't look like he changed at all. Um, some subtle things there, but. That was my whole point. Is when I look at the entire cast, Wayne was probably the only character that didn't really see the development. Contrary to what people believe, that only Wakana had any development. Yeah, I think the entire cast has their moments. They all see what they need to be as a goal. They don't always get what they want, but they still have to press forward. And that was kind of the point of most of the story: is seeing what you want to be. And and that's that's what a, a good slice of life is generally about with these school shows. It's always about seeing a dream and seeking it out having roadblocks in front of you and learning how to get around them and not letting them trip you. Yeah. And it does that in spades. And even outside of that, you have like an entire cast of characters who are older, some are wiser, some are um, kind of not so wise, and they kind of, even at that point, have to be set in place by, you know, the innocence of the children around them. And that's that's always very touching to watch. Oh, yeah. I mean... The, the, this is by far, uh, I, I wish I had watched this so long ago. I, I wish I had known about it. I mean, somebody had, please, it should have told me about the show, <laughs> but it is such a heartwarming show. I, I remember in particular, some of Wakana's story that just, I had tears streaming down my face and I'm just sitting here. I get, I gave up on trying to wipe away the tears out of my eyes. They, it just, it was going to happen. There was nothing stopping it. It was such a beautiful story. I, I, I loved a lot of it constantly jerking tears from me. And it, outside of the, the developments and the, and the, the serious stuff, which we'll, we, I kind of prob- probably turn back around and get into in a bit. It, but another little special thing about the show is it's got a, it's got, it's got PA work stamp on it with how things play out. Yes. It's a gorgeous show. We didn't get them that yet, but it's a gorgeous show. Yes, it's PA works gorgeousness. Show. Big bright eyes, uh, very colorful characters, very animated. Everything is very animated. It's not just that things are moving. It's just that everything around them and themselves just keep moving. There was this whole beautiful scene here towards the later parts that we just watched today with uh, Saiwa uh, setting up the choreography for a song, and it's like. Just the way that she moves is just very beautiful. The hair is moving, it's swaying. All that kind of stuff just keeps being animated, and it brings the world that you're watching to life. But even outside of that, they have this, I think I coined it as organized chaos with, with I think it was Hanasaki Roha when I was, when I was re- no, it was, I think it was Hanasaki Roha. I don't remember which one it was. But it's just this element of, there's always something it's not just when you see a character and they're in their their room and they're they're writing something on a desk but that something just happens randomly that would normally happen happen randomly in life it's something just randomly 
you, you trip over something or something falls and you go to catch it. It doesn't add anything to the story. It doesn't add anything to the scene. It just makes it feel more alive. It's a very hard thing to explain, but I, I, I catch that kind of stuff and I just love it because it makes me realize that they're not just stiff beings in a room, that they're real human beings and they trip over stuff or they, they mm -hmm. knock something over. It doesn't, they're not you explaining were why that. it's knocked over. You were but, talking about that in the Miyazaki film. Probably, I just remember. Because she, she knocked over the table, the uh, Kiki. Yeah, Kiki's delivery service, yes. It's very much got that organized, organized chaos thing that kind of brings it to life. But I also like the character interactions. There's a lot of really good writing in here with the dialogue. Even if the dialogue isn't something that is significant to progressive character, a lot of the dialogue is fun in that it, it just gives you a... These aren't kids that have known each other their entire life. They do tease each other. They don't know anything and everything about each other, but they still play off each other like they want to tease each other. They want to have some kind of fun. And they have this this thing that's kind of unique to the show that you don't really see often in really any show is this aspect of whenever there's like a normal, there's a scene and somebody will be responding to something and just there's random conversations in this in the same group of kids all talking about different things and it's all just hilarious. Like the, there was a scene where Kanatsu was seen in the middle of a, a courtyard and everybody somehow randomly shows up at the same time. Well, not at the same time, but they're they're kind of showing up one by one. And then one person's like, Kanatsu, are you singing? And then this other person's like, hey, let me talk to you over here. And I mean, it's just really funny how everybody's kind of playing off each other and just cracking jokes with each other or just maybe just kind of hiding the situation in their own way. It's just... It might seem hard to follow, but you just kind of catch every little bit that they're doing, and it's just it's it was just a great scene. It just, mm -hmm. That was the same with uh, there was a couple of scenes where they were in the club room and they were doing that same exact thing, where one person would be focusing on one thing and the other person would try to deviate the conversation, and you're still catching both the things, and it's just just it's just comical and funny at the yeah. same time. There was quite a few scenes where it I, I can think of it. Like, I can think point. of it quite a quite a few scenes where I seen that going on and I didn't really think about that but yeah it it, it made made the scenes a bit more natural feeling it's just uh it's natural in the way it occurs it's not really forced it's not confusing and then, like I said it's just something that I found unique about the show that I really like and a lot of the humor is really funny I, I loved when the the uh what are they called the Condor Queens first showed up because you had this whole segment of uh, well, kind of thinking that this uh, guy, Koku guy, is a stalker. I have no money. <laughs> yeah, he, he like shows up and he's just, it's you, it's it's the same. And he, he grabs her hair and she freaks out like, no, I have no money. Gets on a bike and just rides. Like she just says it in like broken English and just like rides off. And he's just chasing after her. And a quien se lo dijera, la mirada, el pelo también es igual. Ay, chanto, anda estando. Pero qué bonita, dulce princesa. They keep having this happen over and over again. She's being chased by him, and this guy's like, "What's happening?" And she's like, "Stalker, stalker." <laughs> just way funny. Uh, such great comedy in the show as well. Just, just so much, so many good points that I can point out. But definitely something I want everybody else. To and it is a PA work that does not have a love polygon. Just to save y'all. Spoiler. I know. Spoiler. I know. It's huge. No, that, that's, that's an important thing, because I know a lot of people get turned off by that. I, I was 
turned off by that when I first looked into uh, uh, Glass Slip. It's just one of those things where you see it and you go, oh my gosh, it's a love oxyconal diagram thing. You have to have a chart to kind of map everybody together who all likes each other. It was a reason why I was afraid of Nagiyasu. Um, but this is like one of the one of the few uh, PA Works ones that just it not really there. So you don't have to really worry about that if you're like, I hate love triangles. I hate love poly- polygons. I hate that whole unrequited, unrequited love and this person getting their heart broken constantly. The so that, I guess that's a down for some people if you if you're looking for something that's like a full on romance thing. There is some elements in there. There is a there's a love interest thing happening there, but it's not it's not poured on. Yeah, it, it's not in the forefront. It's something these that's are just, just kids kind of that like are just a, in a school looking for a goal. Yeah, it's something that was kind of like a cherry on top type thing, just to add that little bit of oomph to us the one of the final scenes, and it was done. And it's kind of one of those things that also plays off of the question of. Uh, um, I just realized that one of the producers was good, my, good small company. That's kind of funny. One of the the elements of the show that uh, may be a, a I wouldn't say it's really a con or anything. I just want to say the drama itself. Yes, there are some very uh, emotional points of the show. It does deal with a lot with uh, loss and and getting over that loss, stuff like that. That's going to be really uh, you know emotional for a lot of people. Like me, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not heavy. A lot of the drama, a lot of <sighs> conflicts are not heavy in that it's not constantly. Uh, you're not constantly seeing characters just attack each other. There's not a, a heavy amount of uh, angst happening. It's just. It's good drama. It's good emotional points. It's. It's not constantly hammering it at you it's just kind of there and it's it's a very fun ride in that regard not saying loss is fun it's just i didn't find this show to be too much and that's a good thing i i think it does it doesn't i guess the 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 word is it's not uh a melodramatic kind of thing it's not being dramatic for the sake of being dramatic characters aren't at each other's throat with a bunch of drama that you're like why are they getting so upset? Nobody would do that. They're not like, you know, spitting middle-aged kids just getting mad at each other because yeah, that's somebody why, stole That's their why book. I said it's, heart, I, I would say heartwarming and kind of, that. It, it, it's one of those things that is just a touch of, you know, the, I like I said it, at one point, this is mom of the year right here. She was just such a beautiful character and it's not it's not like it was a one of those things where she was beating the crap out of her kid so you felt bad for the kid it's you felt the loss that that girl felt and i i think that's really what i think andrew's trying to get at it's not it's not a physical super you know depressing my, my it's just a heartwarming my point was more outside of the the lo- the mother and the loss. It was more of the outside stuff like that. Usually with a lot of uh, slice of life shows and school dramas, you have a lot of just really angsty stuff that happens that you're kind of... I, I experience a lot of slice of... I'm just going to say I experience a lot of slice of life shows with drama that it just feels like 
it doesn't feel natural. It, why are they bickering about this kind of stuff? This show just kind of feels natural. And that's, like I said, outside of the loss and the, the drama that's behind that. That's kind of more pure stuff, more heartwarming, more uh, heartbreaking, too. Yeah, that's... that's, what, that's... It's really the angst drama. I don't, I don't like angst drama that doesn't feel natural and feels overdone. And this didn't have that, and I guess that's my point. I right. spent just five minutes trying to get that point across. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to help you out. <laughs> and you went down the moment route. You're stuck on the moment route. Oh, that's fine, though. Um, but yeah, just a, it's a great show. It looks great. The comedy's spot on. Everything feels natural. Uh, a lot of heartwarming and heartbreaking moments. Uh, a lot of really empowering and, and encouraging stuff that's in there. The messages they have in there. Uh, overcoming things, the how everything kind of wraps around the end. It, it just it it's a really good complete package that I, I really like. Even though I would love to, to see a season a, a second core, I know the package is done. So did we get gush enough yet? No, no. Well, April there was Fools, some, there a was terrible some, show. Was, Don't watch it. No. <laughs> there was some there was some great music in there. Mm-hmm. I I absolutely loved the end. It was a beautiful so- song. Mm-hmm. Looks great. We we I think we mm-hmm. already hit that one. Mm-hmm. Characters wonderful. No lollies though. There was a lolly when they got into uh, Wakana's past. That's true. So we could can could count her as a lolly. Okay. It's kind of mean little lolly though. <laughs> no, when she was a lolly, she was nice. It was when she got a little older, she was mean. So what else do we got? We we got to keep gushing because you're not done gushing yet. Stalker coon. I was gonna go with uh, with uh, with the Stoneheart. She she Spoiler. her she Spoiler. she don't no don't no don't no, no, don't do that don't touch it. <laughs> you like doing that? Just blur it out so Andrew has to edit it. Well, no. we're not done gushing though. No, we're done. We're, we're done, done gu- gushing now. Sure, Andrew's officially done gushing over this show. I'm dragging it out. <laughs> oh yeah, do you guys enjoy this review uh, of Tari Tari? If you have not guessed already, go watch it. Uh, it's currently, I think, streaming on Crunchyroll. It's available on Blu-ray. I don't know. I, I watched it on Blu-ray, so <laughs> yeah, it's one to watch on Blu-ray. It's uh, Sentai Filmworks has it on Right Stuff. Go check it out. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed, and y'all enjoy this outro song called "Going My Way." Uh, Course Club version uh, by again. <laughs> The Shirahamazaka High School Chorus Club. I did better that time. <laughs> I slowed down. Uh, we hope you all enjoy this, and y'all take care. Oh,